Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Hunter and James Biden are on the witness list if Republicans take control of the Senate. I'm going to have more on that in a moment. And freedom of speech is coming back in America. The bird is free. Twitter is now officially owned by Elon Musk. And Musk, not only does he officially take over Twitter, but he has fired the top executive that silenced and censored the Hunter Biden story. This is huge for freedom of speech. Business Insider has reported that Musk finalized the deal Thursday evening as the company's stock was purchased for $54.20 per share in a deal worth $44 billion dollars. Shortly after, Musk decided to clean house, firing the CEO, firing the CFO, and the head of legal policy, trust, and safety. Now, that individual was a primary player in the censoring, the silencing, the shutting down of the Hunter Biden story, the laptop story, and shutting down the New York Post Twitter feed after they published the story ahead of the presidential election. Now, Elon Musk announced the deal was done on Twitter by saying the bird is free, referring to Twitter and the bird, the blue bird. Musk also released a statement explaining why he wanted to buy Twitter, saying, I want to reach out personally to share my motivation in acquiring Twitter, Musk Musk said. There has been much speculation about why I bought Twitter and what I think about advertising. Most of it has been wrong. The reason I acquired Twitter is because it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence, Musk continued. There is currently great danger that social media will splinter into far right wing and far left wing echo chambers that generate more hate and divide our society. In the relentless pursuit of clicks, much of traditional media has fueled and catered to those polarized extremes as they believe that that brings in the most money. But in doing so, the opportunity for dialogue is lost, Musk continued. That is why I bought Twitter. I didn't do it because it would be easy. I didn't do it to make more money. I did it to try to help humanity, whom I love. And I do so with And I do so with humility, recognizing that failure in pursuing this goal, despite our best efforts, is a very real possibility. 
That said, Twitter obviously cannot become a free-for-all hellscape where anything can be said with no consequences must conclude it. In addition to adhering to the laws of the land, our platform must be warm and welcoming to all, where you can choose your desired experience according to your preferences, just as you can choose, for example, to see movies or play video games ranging from all ages to mature. Now, the reason why I must obviously put this out there is because he wanted to set the precedent that, hey, I'm not just going to let things go crazy. It doesn't matter because now the advertisers that spend a lot of money on Twitter are now threatening to boycott on purpose, trying to ruin freedom of speech in this country. In fact, we're being told that advertisers have already planned, have already organized to not spend any money with Twitter if Elon Musk lets the former president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, Start tweeting again, a new report warns this morning. Elon Musk's takeover means Donald Trump could now return to Twitter. And advertisers are planning to pause their spending if that happens, the Wall Street Journal reported. As you know, Trump was banned after using Twitter because they said he was actually helping fuel the January 6th Capitol riots last year. They banned Donald Trump while allowing those in Russia who are massacring people in Ukraine to keep tweeting. There are also official Twitter accounts of terrorist organizations around the world. Hamas, Hezbollah, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, all have people that are connected to Twitter tweeting. In China, some of the worst dictators, those that have actual slaves and have child labor camps, have not lost their Twitter access, which tells you how ridiculous and how much hypocrisy there is from those that were running Twitter, and they lie to you. We're also being told right now that Elon Musk will reverse lifetime bans for Twitter users. Having successfully acquired Twitter after months of legal uh, debates, Elon Musk now plans, we're being told, to reverse lifetime bans for Twitter users who were kicked off the platform for various speech infractions. The tech titan doesn't believe in barring an individual from the social media site for life, a source is now confirmed to Bloomberg. Twitter has permanently removed a number of political personalities, many of whom are considered, quote, right-wing provocateurs, or, as the left labels them, conspiracy theorists. They include a congresswoman, Major Taylor Greene, Project Veritas founder, James O'Keefe, Steve Bannon, Alex Jones. Those are just some, including Donald Trump. The person with knowledge of Musk account reinstatement intentions said it's unclear whether Trump will be allowed to return to Twitter at the moment. Musk has also decided to clean house in Twitter's top executive seats, as I mentioned earlier, firing, getting rid of the swamp, draining the swamp from the top. He himself intends to replace the CEO on possibly a temporary basis before he passes on the position to a long-run person. Sources are now confirming to Bloomberg. Members of the leadership must acts include the head of the legal policy and trust who made the decision not only to ban Donald Trump, but also to make sure that the Hunter Biden story was not allowed on the platform. He's also gotten rid of the financial head of Twitter and the general counsel for Twitter. 
Now, these are all massive moves in the right direction. These are moves that are allowing for free speech to come back. That's why the advertisers are wanting to bury him. They want him to go bankrupt. The advertisers that are planning to boycott Twitter if he allows Trump back on the platform but have no problem advertising when dictators and tyrants use Twitter and actual terrorists use Twitter, right? That tells you about these advertisers on the left. But they're hoping that the $44 billion that it took to close the deal will bankrupt Musk. That seems to be the goal. Advertisers are now weighing in on concerns over Donald Trump being reinstated, saying that if that happens, they will band together. The global head of partnerships at advertising agency Group M told the journal that letting Trump tweet again would be a red line for major brands. In fact, about a dozen liberal agencies have come together and called their clients, and many of their clients have said they want to pause their ads on Twitter if the former president did make a return. They expect more to be in contact if his permanent ban was lifted, the newspaper is also reporting. All the more reason why I actually believe that Elon Musk will reinstate Donald Trump's Twitter account, whether he decides to use it or not, because he has his own social media platform that he is using. Now, Musk called Twitter's ban a morally bad decision and foolish in the extreme. He said in May the ban was a mistake because it alienated a large part of the country and did not ultimately result in Donald Trump not having a voice. Many of you know Trump used the platform to help him get elected, and that platform was so powerful that they wanted to take it away from him. And they used January 6th Capitol riots as the final reason to justify the lifetime ban. Twitter, two days after January the 6th, on January the 8th, said it permanently suspended Trump's account due to the risk of future, quote, incitement of violence. How many liberals were kicked off of Twitter for the exact same reasons as they were supporting and advocating Antifa and Black Lives Matter riots and the burning down of towns, cities, and the attacks on police? Not a single head in Black Lives Matter was banned during that time for, quote, inciting violence, which is how you know they're full of crap at Twitter. One thing that is very clear now, it is beyond obvious that Elon Musk is not doing this for the money. And if he's smart, every time a business decides to pull out, he should ban them for life. That will make the other side think twice. And advertisers, in my opinion, think twice before they actually move to say, oh, we're pausing our accounts. If you pause, kick them off. That's what should happen. And remember, it was Twitter that silenced the biggest story of the election cycle. That was about Hunter Biden. That was a massive story, and they wanted to influence the election. Now he has an obligation to try to fix it. Hell, even John Stewart now, the comedian, has come out and said the Hunter Biden story being silenced was nepotism and corruption from the media. The only problem is he waited years to actually come out and say something that was very obvious. Good morning, Bill. Well, I think we see here that Senators Chuck Grasley and Ron Johnson are really the unsung heroes 
of this investigation into the Hunter Biden laptop and the influence peddling uh, of Joe Biden's family during his vice presidency. Uh, they were obstructed by the FBI back uh, in the middle of 2020 when they were running this investigation and also obviously by their Democratic opponents, but also by Republicans in their own committees. So that's a story that I think will come out fully uh, next year. Um, but in the meantime, they have this 220 odd uh, attachments, basically being bank records, uh, other material that they've managed to gather uh, from the Treasury Department and elsewhere that show the money flow uh, from communist China in this case into bank accounts associated with Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, the president's younger brother, and uh, their various business partners in America. And uh, I, I think together that paints a quite a, a certainly a damning circumstantial picture and it gives the Republicans a basis to work on when they have their investigations that they're promising next year into this issue. So if Grassley and Johnson win, they're in some tight races right now, Iowa and Wisconsin respectively. And if you get the majority in the Senate, uh, to your point, yes, uh, they will go forward. Meanwhile, um, we got this from John Stott. I know you've been talking about this for several years. Here is John Stewart reacting to uh, the story. Hunter Biden being on the board of uh, Burisma. Uh, to me, that's corruption straight up off the bat. The idea that nepotism would allow much larger amounts of money to flow into the hands of people unqualified because you think those countries are trying to buy influence. That's an argument you've been making for a couple of years now, Miranda. Yes, well, a nice of John Stewart to come to the party. Just, I mean, he's really about five or six years late because that was known that nepotism and the Barisma money. I'm not sure everyone knew quite how much it was that it was, you know, a million dollars a year, eighty-three thousand dollars a month. Uh, but still, it was known then, and it was sanctioned by the media. I mean, there was there was a little bit of an outcry, but not much. So, you know, welcome aboard, John Stewart. But it's more of the same. It's more of you know what you can call a limited hangout. Uh, I, I think uh, people on the left are now acknowledging the obvious, which is that there was influence peddling going on, but they are very uh, eager to quarantine Joe Biden from that. They just want to throw Hunter Biden under the bus and then they'll say, well, he was a drug addict. Uh, he couldn't help what he was doing and he's now reformed. Um, I love the part that Miranda said. He's only John Stewart, right? Only four or five years late on actually coming out, welcome to the party, right? He slams John Stewart, now slams Hunter Biden's Burisma deal, saying this is clearly nepotism, this is clearly a sellout to the country, uh, you know, of the country at the time, and this is a real, real problem. Uh, the part that I just laugh at uh, is the fact that it, it took them five years to get to this point for John Stewart. Now, why do I think John Stewart's saying this? And I'm going to make a prediction here about what happens after the midterms. I think what he is doing, John Stewart is doing, is he's starting the drumbeats to get rid of Hunter Biden. And that means get rid of Joe Biden, right? They're not standing by Joe Biden. And I think what you're gonna see after the midterms, especially if it is a red wave, which I think most people now believe, especially after the last few days and the Fetterman debate debacle, that what you're going to witness right now is a big change, okay? I think it's going to be a huge change 
and you're going to have a lot of senators that are going to lose on the Democratic side, and you're going to have a lot of, uh, of Democrats in the House that are going to lose as well. I think it's going to be a big red wave. They're immediately going to move to get rid, and they are not going to—I mean, they don't care about Joe Biden. He is a useful idiot that's no longer useful to them. And they are going to start saying exactly what John Stewart's saying because they don't want him to run. They want it to be clear that he can't run. They want a new leader of the Democratic Party. That's the only reason why they're going to destroy him. They're not going to stand behind him. They're not going to back him. And they're not going to support him. And if you think that they are, you're stupid. It is very clear now that he is now a liability. A liability that is so high that they're just ready to get be done with him. Now, this brings me to the other story I mentioned earlier. Hunter and James Biden are now on the witness list if Republicans take control of the Senate. Senator Chuck Grassley said last night that he will focus on rooting out political infection as well within the FBI. He said the Senate Judiciary Committee will seek testimony from Hunter Biden and the president's brother, James Biden, as part of its oversight duties if the GOP takes control of the Senate and ranking member Grassley holds the gavel as chairman. Senator Grassley, Senator Johnson have been leading an investigation into the potentially criminal business dealings of the president. He also is making it clear he is not worried or really focusing on Hunter Biden. He's not even focusing on James Biden. He's focusing on the documents that show that Joe Biden was involved in the criminal activities and that the family was running basically a criminal enterprise. Now, as chairman, Grassley would have the ability to not only set the agenda for the committee, but he would also have subpoena authority, subpoena power, which means he could actually bring before the Senate subcommittee Hunter Biden and James Biden and force him to answer questions about their banking documents, right, about all of the suspicious activity reports and about all of the transactions of the big guy. Now, as you know, Hunter Biden is currently obviously under federal investigation for his, quote, tax affairs. But that doesn't seem to be what this is really about when it comes to Chuck Grassley. Chuck has new documents, documents and bank records that he wants to ask questions about. We know that federal prosecutors are weighing charges against Hunter Biden for various tax and foreign lobbying violations, as well as false statements. We also know that Chuck Grassley and Senator Johnson have done something, and that is they have turned over documents to the prosecutors. The two senators shared with Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss, who is currently leading the criminal investigation of Hunter Biden, more than 200 new pages that have been unearthed, the bank records related to the Biden family's alleged connections to the Chinese regime. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, the show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the free investor's guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver, and historically they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. 
If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the investor's guide in gold and silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the free investor's guide from Legacy Precious Metals. 1-866-751-2218. 1-866-751-2218 or online at Legacy pminvestments.com. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is not about Hunter Biden anymore. This is about Joe Biden. This isn't about James Biden anymore. This is about Joe Biden. Take a listen to what he had to say. All right. Well, potentially game-changing claims from the new whistleblower documents in the Hunter Biden probe, they indicate the president was aware of his son's business dealings overseas and may have been involved in some of them. Our next guest has been investigating Hunter Biden since 2019 and says the FBI has enough evidence to act. Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley joins us now. He's the ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, sir. Appreciate your thank time you. today. So thank you for having us. What can you tell us that you know when it comes to hard evidence of these business dealings? Okay, well, first of all, the letter that I sent this week uh, lets the Justice Department, the FBI, know that my investigative staff have seen the documents and the information they have on possible criminal activity. Now, there's not much I can say about what's in those documents, but I can say I know that there's reasons, uh, legitimate allegations of potential things that need to be investigated. So our question to the uh, department and FBI is, are you you aware of it and are you following up on the investigation? And the public and the Congress has a right to know and things don't look very good uh, in the documents that we have seen. Uh, Senator, let me just read an excerpt from that letter that you sent. It says, quote, the documents in the FBI's possession include specific details with respect to conversations by non-government individuals relevant to potential criminal conduct by Hunter Biden. These documents also indicate that Joe Biden was aware of Hunter Biden's business arrangements and may have been involved in some of them. It is unclear whether the FBI followed normal investigative procedure to determine the truth and accuracy of the information or shut down investigative activity based upon improper disinformation claims in advance of the 2020 election. You know, we just went through the Igor Danchenko trial where the FBI was on trial as much as Danchenko 
was. Do, do you believe that this is evidence of malfeasance on the part of the FBI? Well, I think we had evidence in one other Hunter, invest, uh, Hunter Biden situation where the political bias of a in special investigator by the name of Tebow, uh, Timothy Tebow, uh, he uh, sh- opened up an investigation based on fuzzy information about Trump. So they investigated that, and we had evidence of criminality that should have, a possible criminality that should have been followed up, and he stopped that investigation. So the fact that there's political bias in that instance, and plenty of other instances that we know about, uh, it raises the questions that we have raised in this letter. So my answer to your question is yes. Senator, what, what can Americans expect from Uh, from the Senate, if your party is able to regain control in November, as far as these investigations are concerned, how will the nature of them change if Republicans get control? Well, the extent to which we have a Democrat control of Congress and uh, and chairman of committees set the agenda for that committee, uh, I haven't gotten a lot of cooperation from Democrats on this investigation that I'm doing. And, uh, And you probably know that Senator Johnson uh, is helping me in some of these investigations. He's going to be chairman of the subcommittee on investigation of Homeland Security. I'm going to be chairman of the uh, Judiciary Committee and we'll be in a more powerful position to pursue these. Now, the only thing that I got to tell your, constit- your listeners is that Congress investigates, we don't prosecute, and we've had plenty of evidence of unequal prosecution depending on what political party you are in uh, within this uh, Justice Department. So that seems to be the bigger concern when we provide an ample information like I think these documents show, uh, are we going to be able to uh, guarantee that there's going to be prosecution if there's criminal conduct? Now, if you don't think Democrats are worried about Republicans winning the House and Senate and what Grassley just talked about becoming a reality, Let me read you a headline that has just come out from The Atlantic, not conservative, all right? It is titled, The Impeachment of Joe Biden and possibly Kamala Harris, Merrick Garland, Mayorkas, and Anthony Blinken. Sometime next year, there's a very good chance Republicans in the House are going to impeach Joe Biden. This may not be their present plan, but they will work themselves up to it by degrees. The pressure, the Atlantic says, is from the MAGA base, and it will build. A triggering event will burst all restraints. Eventually, Republicans will leave themselves little choice. I love how this is how the Atlantic is going to spend the criminal activity that they know will now come out. The dam will break if Republicans have control with subpoena power. So they're now saying it's going to be MAGA Republicans, the right wing extremists that are going to cause this to happen. This prediction rests, of course, on the assumption that Republicans will control the House next month, which appears likely the Atlantic writes. Democrats would need to win an improbable number of toss-up races to keep that majority. And an impeachment resolution requires just a simple majority to pass the House. Nothing in the public record offers the slightest reason to believe that the Senate, even if it is under Republican control, would convict and remove Biden from office. Still, House Republicans will come to see plenty of advantages in impeaching Biden and possibly several other top administration officials. Already, there's enormous demand for impeachment. 
A University of Massachusetts poll in May found that 68% of Republican voters think the House should impeach Biden. A majority expect that it will impeach him. Thwarting those expectations would be dangerous for any House Republican. The poll numbers for impeachment correspond closely to the belief among Republicans that Biden is an illegitimate president. By the way, that's a lie. The reason why Republicans are going to look at impeachment is because of the crimes that were committed by the president and his family. It is not about if he's legitimate or not. This is the big lie they're telling already, and they're laying the groundwork for it. You can obviously see that in their writing with The Atlantic. Now, I'm going to just pause there for a second, and I want to bring this back to freedom of speech and Twitter, okay? Elon Musk, uh, has it's just broke that he has now locked out the Twitter engineers and has brought in Tesla staff to review their code. In other words, their algorithms. If they are silencing conservatives, this is huge because this goes back to the exposing the Hunter Biden crime family, the Joe Biden crime family. Following the takeover of Twitter, the Tesla CEO, Musk, had Tesla engineers review Twitter software code and prevented Twitter engineers from making further changes. Bloomberg also reports that Elon Musk arrived at the Twitter offices to officially confirm his company's takeover after the $44 billion purchase deal closed. Now, as part of his takeover, Musk, as you know, has fired their top executives, the CEO, the CFO, and the head of legal policy, trust, and safety. The company's general counsel is also out, according to sources. They were all apparently promptly escorted out of the company's offices in San Francisco. Now, Musk also reportedly had Tesla engineers enter the office to review Twitter's code and meet with product leaders at the company. Sources say that Tesla engineers were there to review the code and assess and explain to Musk the changes that they believe the company needs to make to be in line with his vision. They also said Twitter engineers were reportedly promptly locked out from making changes to the platform's current code base in an effort to ensure that nothing about the product changes before Musk's acquisition deal is fully confirmed. Sources also say that Musk plans to, plans to assume the role of CEO at Twitter. He may eventually exit the role and appoint a new executive to the position. But sources are saying that Musk plans to remove Twitter's permanent blacklisting of users as he does not believe in lifetime bans. Now, this would mean users that had previously been removed from the platform, such as former President Trump, should be able to return to the site once again. It also remains to be seen if formerly blacklisted users who choose to return and what other policies that would mean would, he would introduce to have, quote, checks and balances. Now, I want you to imagine going back to the election and what the election would have looked like if you could actually have put out there the facts of the Hunter Biden laptop. If you remember, Mark Zuckerberg, who's now lost $100 billion as this company is spiraling right now because they attack conservatives, silence conservatives for too long, and people are walking away from that platform. He said the FBI came to him and said, get ready for misinformation, implying that it was the Hunter Biden story. That's why they limited the reach. 
Well, now with Elon Musk in charge, I'm sure there's been a lot of deleting that's been happening and a lot of emails that have disappeared. I have a feeling, though, that if there's anybody that can get back the data on the silencing, on the shadow banning, all of these other issues, if there's anybody that can get it back, my gut is it is going to be Elon Musk and his engineers from Tesla. Get ready. Because we're going to find out, and I think we're going to get confirmation very quickly, of just how corrupt big tech has been towards people like you and I that have a conservative viewpoint. I want to remind you, share this podcast wherever you can with your family and friends. Please make sure you hit the subscribe or auto-download button so you get the show every day. And write us a five-star review, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.